This to me was more of a like, hey man, we're fucking normal people like you guys are. This is Big B telling you to listen to Top's Daily Grind. It doesn't matter what skill set you have, what experience level you have, you can be fucking Delta Force SWAT team operator six, SAS guy. That's Actually, awesome. in Colombia, they call me Rambita. Uh, I am your host, Aaron. I got a couple jokers with me here today. I'm not fucked up. I'm drunk. And then when I'm done with that, I put Vaseline, actually, around the edges. Just order <laughs> somebody <in my> head. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Top's Daily Grind. This is episode number 96. We are still at SHOT Show in Las Vegas. And uh, we are here with Lassie Zabo. Yes. He is uh, He's a designer. Professional knife designer. Uh, he was a Marine. He's in law enforcement currently, and uh, just kind of an overall badass guy, and uh, we're, we're honored to have him on the show. Yeah, he was okay. telling me some of the stories uh, at, the, at the show, uh, or some of his stories, I was like, oh, damn. Which ones? Uh, I don't know if we can say it. You were the, the one where you elbowed the guy. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> is that one classified or no? No, it's not no, classified. That was good. Oh, no. perfect. Perfect. There we go. Wonderful. It's, it's not classified. Not yet. Anyway. <laughs> it's about to be. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. and uh, You want the long version of it or the short? Let's uh, do it. That is up to you. Okay. Um, well, I, was, I was born in France, in Paris. Uh, my mom is French. My dad's Hungarian. I spent most of my teenage years then. But I grew up, um, my dad being a, a movie director and an actor, we grew up watching American movies since we were three years old, John Wayne, all that stuff. So as long as I could remember, I wanted to be an American Marine and an American cop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. And then I never evolved, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's, I kept that state of mind. And uh, it's the greatest propaganda, if you think of it, you know, in American movies. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> so as soon as I could, I left for the United States. The first one I came uh, here was, I was 15 years old, um, visited California, went back and forth, and um, did a mandatory, uh, I moved to, to Miami in 89 for good. And I, uh, but before that, I did, I did a mandatory one year in the French army. It was mandatory back then, oh, if you were right, a French right. citizen, yeah. And as uh, soon as I could, I went into the Gulf War started. I joined the Marine Corps on a, with a green card. They were taking people with green cards at the time. And um, didn't go anywhere. The, the conflict lasted two weeks. And my Paris Island boot camp lasted almost you know, three and a half months, something like that. <laughs> so I was there when everything was done and said, okay. And uh, I was naturalized in 1995. Uh, the the Marine Corps though they sparked my interest in, in knives because we did a little bit of knife defense back there, and I remember going back to uh, to uh, New York City where my parents were living, and I stopped by a newsstand and I bought a magazine. Uh, it was called Fi Fighting Knives, and I flip it open and there's something about the riddle of steel with James Keating. You guys know James Keating? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm looking, and these dudes in black with beards and all that stuff, they have Bowie knives. I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's a training camp. So they must eat somebody at the end or something. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ, it's, it's, you know, but I'm interested. So um, I called them up, super nice, and I ended up by going to 10 of those. But the first, <laughs> yeah, every year they had one. The first one, I had a knife design in my head. It was, I, I figured... Um, for a long time, I had a, first, a knife design in my head that I thought, okay, that's the coolest knife from my 
use. And I met a knife maker over there. And I told him, hey, you know, just make me six of them. I think for my lifetime, if I lose one, you know, so mm. I'll have another one. You know, I think six is a good number. Well, I opened the box. I sold three immediately, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so from there, it went up uh, to, um, to I, I started, you know, making more models. And we had we're full-time business in Miami. Mm. Um, after that, um, I started flying commercially um, from, from Miami. September 11 happened, pff, no more flying, no more getting paid for to fly. I tried to go back to Marine Corps. Marine Corps wouldn't have me. I was too old, so I went into the Army, you know. And uh, I, was, I went to Fort Stewart for seven months, never went anywhere again. <laughs> you know? So both times I was stuck in the most safe place on earth while this, you know, all this stuff was going on. Mm. And right after that, I... I um, I uh, on on a whim, within twelve hours, I decided I was going to go to the police academy. I saw something, uh, an ad or something. I remember, and I signed up, and there you go. I did six years in Daytona Beach, seven in uh, Santa Fe uh, PD. I did a year and a half at DOE, and then ba I'm back on uh, on patrol with Española PD. And what else? I did a lot of. Uh, um, mostly narcotic stuff in in Florida and in, in uh, as as a cop or like recreationally. <laughs> that, that's one of these things I can't oh, talk about. Okay. That, one, that one's classified. Okay. classified. Okay. Class. Yes. No, no, as a cop, thank God. And uh, what I, I've been on this. I started SWAT team in 2007, I think. Yeah. And then I went in one in Florida and then in Santa Fe. Um, what else? And as far as the training. James Keating, I did a lot of knife training with James Keating. We did a lot of stuff like that with him. Also, the guy named Dwight Woods in Miami who uh, was under uh, Danny Nosanto. So we did, I met, you know, I worked with Dan, or with his daughter actually on a movie. Uh, Danny Nosanto had a bunch of, of my knives because he, um, we did short sword at the time. We had a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, so, and then uh, I did more striking, standing stuff with Russell Watson and uh, Dylan. Um, Russell Watson and then uh, Andre Zetoun in Paris was a Thai boxer. That's about it, you know. <laughs> oh, but that's that's that's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a lot. So, um, uh, okay, so you grew up in in. Hold on, since we're talking about that, uh, you said uh, you would grow up watching like was it oh, movies yeah. that got your interest, like the. When I was a kid, yeah, you like, you said you wanted to become a cop. Oh yeah, was it certain movies that you were watching? Oh yeah, well, John Wayne and all the you know the Marine st the Marine Cowboys. Corps stuff, all the you know Clint Eastwood, all the you know American movies with cops and and Marines and stuff like that. I said that's it. You know, <laughs> Americans are so cool, you know, they're so cool. So and he got here. So, yeah, so I, growing <laughs> up, yeah. So growing up in in France, you uh, you speak French. Do you also speak Hungarian? I speak some Hungarian. I speak French. Span I speak better Spanish than Hungarian. Oh, okay. Because um, I lived in Miami for so long, and mm -hmm. I, I worked in Santa Fe for seven years. Now in Espanol, if you don't speak Spanish, you can't survive, you know, especially in law enforcement. Right, you know? right. Uh, yeah, for French, Spanish, and Hungarian. You know. And then English. But that doesn't count. You have to have one. Yeah, you cannot speak. You know, you can't. Speak. Did you? So French, but French would have, would have been your first language in that yeah, case. Yeah, but I don't even think in French anymore. Really? Think, oh no, really? it's just I don't speak in it. I don't speak it enough. Right. So, right. 
Very cool. So now I speak bad English and bad French, you know, not even <laughs> one good. <laughs> oh, so you said that, um, I mean, were you uh, into the knives when you were younger too? Yes. I mean, I was always, my dad's Hungarian, so like I, I was born with one in my hand almost because it's part of the culture in Hungary. Mm -hmm. the, uh, it's a huge thing in Hungary. So I got a knife really young. Um, he told me a story about that knife. I remember, oh, this is so cool. And I broke it in half, <laughs> you know, just within a day or something. I was like, Jesus. But always, I always used to get little. I used to get in trouble because I got pocket money and I went and buy a knife. My parents would find it. <laughs> Go turn that back in, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Was it hard to have a knife over in uh, France? No, no, no. You could have any. There's a, there's a, a brand, really well-known brand of Laguiole and Opinel. They're, you know, uh, very French knives that you could buy anywhere, mm -hmm. you know. And as a kid, you could buy anything, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as far as knives. And then you said you came when you were 15? The first time I visited, I was 15 years old. Mm -hmm. I went to California in, L in the L.A. area uh, to visit uh, some friends and my family just to stay there for a month. And I was, the minute I got off the airplane, I was hooked. That's it. I want <laughs> was it a culture shock? Yeah. You know, it, it was so awesome because everything was so beautiful and a lot of it. And, you know, the, the little reflectors on the, on the freeway, mm -hmm. you know, that, and I thought there was electricity and I'm thinking, oh my God, they're so rich to even put light bulbs on the freeway. <laughs> you know, this is so cool, you know, and the guy picked me up in a caddy with the velvet everywhere. I said, Jesus Christ, that's, I have to be, I have to stay here, mm -hmm. you know, so... Dang. Yeah. And, and you said you were going back and forth. Yeah, so I visited. I went back, um, back to France. Then again, I went back. This time I went to Oregon with some other friends. I went back. I finished my high school diploma in France. Then I went back again. And I was a nomad. I lived in a car in, in Los Angeles for two months. I lived on Venice Beach, you know. With, <laughs> you know and, Aspiring actor. Huh? Aspiring actor. Oh, no. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I was living, uh, they're going to uh, Venice Beach, you know, uh, mm -hmm. going to the gym and hanging out with friends. I had no clue what I was, I could have been dead. But I think God's got a, a special place for people that are totally clueless, you know, because I should have been, now I would be dead, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, so you, you also mentioned earlier that you had to do one year of service in France. Uh-huh. Did that you? Was, that was mandatory. Yeah. Is it on top of the training? On on top of what? Training, like like a, like a boot camp or anything. No, no, like yeah, that. you have that would have been before, correct? No, no, yeah, it's a year, complete year, you know, including boot camp, oh, okay. and then you finish. So you have about two months of, you know, I wouldn't call it boot camp, I mean, more like you know, class. I mean, they would call a class, and then two months of boot camp. Wait, come on, we we went home on weekends. You know, okay. came back, and then the rest you were stationed to wherever they they placed me. They placed me in a uh, in an audiovisual support because I was in movies before in France. I worked on movie sets and stuff like that. Um, so they, oh yeah, you're gonna be good with audiovisual stuff. I want to go into paratroopers. You know, mm -hmm. no, you're gonna be good there. So <clears throat> yeah, it was lame. It was a waste of time. But, <laughs> but the good thing is during boot camp, you know, I had come back just from I was in the U.S. before. I taught all those guys Marine Corps cadence and they had the French, we, you know, had French soldiers running in the French base running, you know, mama, mama, can't you see all that mm -hmm. in English? You know what I mean? So <laughs> the whole platoon was singing, singing Marine Corps cadence. cadence you know? <laughs> That's so, Yeah. So I, I got that done at least uh, over there. And then you said you're also Hungarian? Mm -hmm. My dad's Hungarian. Would you go over there too? I went there. Yeah. To work, uh, 
I was working on movie sets over there. Over there, okay. Yeah, when I was young, you know, you know, mm -hmm. my early early twenties. So you uh, you start designing knives. How many how many designs have you done? So I have, uh, I think I have over 150 products altogether that I design. Not only knives, but other stuff. You know, entry tools and um, all, you know uh, different stuff. Um, Mostly like law enforcement related and. Yeah, I mean military, law enforcement, mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, it's more cool. You know. Did you <laughs> did, did, did you see that like there's a need for this? Like maybe maybe I can come up with something. No, it's I would see something and say, hey, how about if we do something like that? Uh, let's I give you an example. I had a, I was on a all I I was on motorcycle all the time. I didn't have cars. I had motorcycle at the beginning, and uh, I was always digging for shit. And I figured, okay, what if I put a pouch on my leg, like. But with the zipper, you know, vertical, like along the leg, mm. not on the side, you know? Right. So I could open it while I'm on the bike and reach for shit. And, you know, so that was an idea that I came with because by necessity, from my necessity. And I thought if I need it, maybe somebody else will, you know? Mm. Same thing with the entry tools, um, especially break, you know, window, window breakers to breach windows and they had this huge thing with a pole and some weird pineapple shit and it was super hard and I just came up with a, a blade like, you know, a, you know, a super thick, heavy blade that you swing like a blade and it was just, it obliterated windows and frames and everything. So when they saw that, you know, they said, oh shit, I want one to here, you know, here. <laughs> so uh, stuff like that from my personal need, I never... I'm not smart enough to realize what the 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 majority of people need. I'd be rich otherwise. <laughs> it's usually my shit, and I think it's really cool at the time. So I pull a patent and never sell anything. You know, what I mean? <laughs> maybe two of them, or you know. But I, I suck at marketing, though. I am a horrible market. I can come up with ideas mm -hmm. that I think are good at the time, but as far as marketing, pff, I have no idea how to do it. But that's good. You know, you should you you know your strengths. <laughs> so don't yeah. don't you know don't waste your time doing that waste your time doing the, yeah. the, the part that you're good at yeah, yeah. and then it find is. somebody who, who who's good at marketing somebody else yeah do it for you yeah because i know this guy he came up with a, a pretty good product but he he doesn't know how to sell it at all uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does not what, what was that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh so Three design. You got three designs with tops. Are there are uh -huh. there other companies out there currently selling stuff that you you're, you've designed? Yeah, Spyderco actually did a uh, the a butterfly knife that was ergonomically correct for the first time. It was a curved handles, curved blade, and um, they I think they ran it. I don't exactly know the the thing, but they ran a problem with ETF or something like that because you can't import parts for a butterfly. I, I don't know something like that. So it was a it was not a huge run of them, but it got it was really successful. So from there, from kind of kind of the same design, I designed a folder for them. They had two runs of those, and I designed their first hawk was the the Zabo hawk, a curve handle and stuff like that. And from that, the second hawk was the warrior hawk with a spike, you know, like everybody likes. Um, so yeah, I've, I've worked with them too. Awesome people, you know. Just. So how, how's it going, everybody? Uh, this is Leo. I just oh, hi, Leo. Finally welcome, to the, uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, I was doing work and stuff, you know. Yeah, After I do the know. show, I do we, know we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta do this. Um, so, Zabo, I don't know if these guys asked you uh, about tops. Yeah. How did you, how did you, you know, 
I know, but the people don't know. Okay. Tops. Top, so, how does Tops come in your life? Tops knife, I, re- I bought, not Tops knife because that, those, you know, it's a, a top knife can, the Tops knife can take apart a Humvee if you wanted to, you know. So, <laughs> I thought, I need one of those in my, in my arsenal. Um, and the first one I got was, I'm sorry, I don't remember the okay. name with the Tonto blade. and It was a Steel Eagle 107D. Uh, the one? A Steel Eagle 107D. There you go. Yes. Steel Eagle, I saw that with, you know, uh, Adrian Brody had one, I mean, uh, one oh, yeah. predator, yeah. and yeah. I thought, this is cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I I used to talk to Mike, all the, Mike Fuller, all the yeah. time. Mm. And um, I had custom, I, I, was, I had a, a, a business of custom. Yeah. I used to work with Robert Newton. Uh, he made all my custom stuff. And uh, for 17 years, this is what I did with him. And I brought, I don't remember which one was first, but I brought a felony stop. And, uh, Which we currently, we're yes, currently that you guys still make. You yep. still make, and then the U.S. combat knife. Yep. Um, and every time, like this is awesome. Thank you, and this, and get it done. It's so so. So, so the first one was the felony stop, I believe. Uh, okay. Um, the first one was the felony stop, and then we did the U.S. combat. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now you know, guys, we're, we're coming out with the with the new one that I'm pretty sure you guys have seen on our table, and and uh, Eric has been posting a lot of. Uh, which turned out badass. Oh, it's the, the ba- response. It's the response with the people, everything. Really? The, oh, that's big. good. Yes, that's good. Big. But the the knife itself, the guys, what you did is just, yeah. you know, if not, you know, just just as good as not, if not better than a custom one. Yeah. So, so I remember when I when I when I personally met Lassie at Blade. You know, Lassie's walking around tank top. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and he had some badass pieces on his table, and 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 I remember Mike, Mike, uh, you know, like go check his stuff out. You know, Mike would look at it, and then he'd send me. You know, don't don't make don't don't let him look at you. Know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I'd go pick up the knife, and like, you know, what do you think? And then we'd talk about it, and then. I'm like yeah, I think we we you know we should do something. And then he would go get the you know I'm not talking just about Lassie, but the other designers that we did that with, you know. And, and then Mike would go with, you know, throw. And then Mike was good. Mike was good at talking with people, and and people would adapt to his to his style and to what we did. And still, fuck Lassie, we've been here for a while. Oh yeah, you guys are family. Yeah, How long ago was that? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, shit. There has to be twenty years at least. Oh wow. At least uh, twenty or twenty. We're probably about fifteen, sixteen years. Yeah. So sixteen. So we're gonna. So in in October, it'll be twenty four years since Tops was founded. Yeah, twenty four years. Okay. So we're we're. Shit. About no, it's yeah longer than that. You're right. Yeah, it's twenty yep. years for sure. Close to twenty years, probably. So, would you would you say that the felony stop came before or after the tracker, for example? Right after the tracker. So yeah, we're talking like 2004. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah. yeah, right yeah. after the like tracker. 18, 18, 19 years probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Damn. it's been a long yeah. time. No, yeah. it has, it has, yeah. absolutely. And every time I see Lassie, you know, it, it's always like family. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. We, 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 yeah, shit. You know, you know. So when Craig, you know, when I know that, um, we talked at the last, I don't know, year or so ago about your new design. And I told Craig, "Fuck, we're gonna do this one." Oh, awesome! You know, poor Jeremiah, I was burning his. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when? Two years ago, when you took when you took that prototype, yeah, so, oh, that's years, awesome! Yeah. I was like, "Oh yes!" You know, oh man, it took forever. Yeah, and, and it took forever. <laughs> no, it's, it's, listen, it's every normal. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Spider coats takes more more time, you know. And I think, well, designers they make a mistake; they're starting to nitpick shit. 
You know, oh, yeah. no, no, no. And that's another two years, you know? Absolutely. For yeah. us, it holds the back of, at least of six course. months. And, uh, at least six months. You know, if you bring a, a prototype, made bring, prototype. Bring, bring what you like, and, and we will, fuck, almost 99% we get what they want. Oh, yeah. Unless, you know, our, 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 our guy that draws them up fucks up. But other than that, we're, we're almost right on. I know. I, I, I really. Oh, no, I, I, absolutely. I, I really never had a design come to us that we touch or I touch or, or, you know, whatever we do. And people say, like, that's nothing what I want. You know, we, we've had that happen with OEM projects where somehow the drawing got fucked up and, and we, we, we messed we it the, up. We made the wrong thing. But it was because of the. And the, that's the a, way that's, they, they imported the drawing, whatever it was. That's a that's that's like a once in a lifetime yeah. thing that's happened. Yeah, so. once in twenty four years. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm knock on wood, and so hopefully it never happens <laughs> again. But um, yeah, you know, um, yeah, it's been it's been a long road. Holy no, shit. every every time actually, you every you nailed it. I mean, to the T, every design really. So 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 how is you. it like? Do you give them like a drawing, and you're like, no. this is what. No, no, he, he's give, always given us a, a, a blade, a finished act prototype. Yeah. It's I think easier. that's better. Yeah, it's yeah, better. Have you seen? Have you seen the one that we that used he sent? to make the one? No, the one that we have on the table. Yeah. So, so when you get back to remind the me job, when we get back. Craig, have Craig show you his design that he handed me one, and what we made. Did you do the same for the felony stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, they were all yep. all done. Yeah. Same thing for the U.S. combat. Same thing with that. So, yeah, Robert Newton made the U.S. combat knife. Originally had much longer guards, and uh, Mike said, listen, let's shorten those guards because it fits in a, in, a, in, a, a, in a narrower piece of yeah. metal. And he did this, and I said, oh, shit, that's awesome. It's even better. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't look yeah. like a crucifix anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, was, the, was the original sticking so, out kind so of? So the guards were wide, and so yeah. what happens when you do that, you lose a lot of side steel. Yeah, mm. there's a lot. Yeah, to, it's to, just to lost. have two yeah. big nipples on the side, pretty much what you're saying, and you're and you're losing a piece of a piece oh, yeah. of steel that huge, so that you can't do nothing with. That know? ends up costing more. More exactly. It just it you just makes that knife. It just make makes that knife more expensive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And those guards really didn't do anything. You, it's yeah. not like you, it was not quillians or anything like that. You could stop a blade with. It was just guards, so the hand would go. But so yeah, the, the pretty sh- much you wouldn't slip forward. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, the way yeah. we the way we designed that we. Ended up with, you know, we just dropped them a little bit, but it still does the same purpose. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's even it looked even better. Really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's been a road. <laughs> it's definitely been a road. So, so when you come when you come to shot, are you are you looking like something for law enforcement for you for work for you know I've I've it's this is actually the first time I come by myself. Yeah. Um. I usually I went with you know the SWAT team leader or the last time I was with. Uh, my uh, uh, deputy chief was in charge of buying all the cool stuff. He was in the special, you know, colonel in special forces before, so he knows all the cool stuff there is for for the PD. So you met him uh, yeah. two years yep. ago. Yep, yep, I do. I do. DC Jack Jones. Yeah. You know, he's a legend in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and ass chewing <laughs> from Jack Jones, you will never forget. <laughs> 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 the wall shake, everything yeah. like that, and then yeah. but the next day's. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I, I was last night. Like nothing happened, and you're still PTSD. You, know? Jeez, uh, yeah, you yeah. never ever want it to happen again. Oh yeah. I mean, we had we had some. I remember one time my my son was with me at the PD. I don't know. I was doing business. We all all my uh, my coworkers, 
And this one dude gets his ass chewed in the, in the, in the office. I mean, screams and everything. And all the guys go, okay, guys, let's go. Scared. All right, Toshi, my son's name is Toshi. Toshiro. So I said, Toshi, let's go. He goes, no, no, Babu, no. I want to stay. I want to see his face when he comes out. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I said, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. cool. uh, poor dude. But So before going back to, to New yeah. Mexico, you were in Florida, right? Yes. You're in Florida, yeah. and, I, and I remember that. You know, you're getting into law enforcement, back yeah. into law enforcement yeah. and stuff like that. Even though... Mike Go, told me, "Don't do it." Exactly. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah I, do, I do remember that, and that's yeah. what I was gonna. I was gonna bring up. Yeah, you know, Mike told him, like, you know, think about it. You know, but but yeah. it's cool. You know, it's something you like to do. And it's something I know how to do. And honestly, the uh, you know, when you're in the military, you you do your government's bidding. You know, correct. And and of course, you know, you it's for your country, and I, I get it a hundred percent. As a cop. No matter what agency you're in, you could be Los Angeles Police Department, the coolest places, or you know, a, a small department. You always have to deal with one person at a time. No matter who you are, it's only one person at a time. And I, I knew by doing this that I could take care of an American person at the time, and I know they would be treated good with me and fairly. You know, mm -hmm. so I think it's the most patriotic, patriotic thing you can do if you do it right if you correct if you do it with right uh, my state of mind mm -hmm. so i've been so lucky to be here to live here i've it's the least i can do so to serve american right people on. yeah absolutely right so new mexico you know you hear about new mexico and they say fuck that that place is crazy it is being an officer <laughs> you know <laughs> confirmed <laughs> being an officer and then having to, to, to fucking protect those streets and yeah it's 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 crazy because People don't get that's prosecuted. Why, that's why I asked you when you were here before we put on the mic. I'm like, you're back in the patrol. I'm like, yep. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's fun. I mean, you, you yeah, know, yeah, of course. It's a lot of fun, and you. I mean, you do help people. I was now we have programs to uh, it's uh, to place people. You know, because law enforcement back it was law enforcement back yeah. in the day. When I started, you enforces. You know, yeah. you will respect the back. It doesn't exist anymore. People. Are, If you're going in, in that job thinking that you, people are going are gonna to listen to you or respect you, you're out of your mind. Okay, you go there, you're basically a social worker with a gun. And then you place people, even when you arrest them, that's the best place we can do for you, sir. You're going to jail. But most of the time, because they, nothing gets, they don't get prosecuted, don't stay in jail no matter what. I, there's, there are programs for, uh, for drugs, uh, for drugs, drug addiction uh we have a program called the re program and we place these people uh in for instance in lieu of prosecution or lieu of arrest for you know um a um for you know a, cri a victimless crime like uh, possession drugs oh, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that we can place them there they go through the program and uh eventually if they go with the program the charges get dismissed and then we got one dude that didn't go to jail just for one night and on a possession charge, he gets his family back, his job back, he, that's it. And he's not stealing shit, you know. So at the the bigger picture, um, the, you know, uh, it's it's better for everybody. We have an absolute epidemic of heroin addiction in New Mexico. It's I have never seen, if I put that in a movie, they would think it's science fiction. It's everywhere, everywhere. No matter how old they are, it's everywhere. We have we have nineteen year old kids slamming two and a half, two, three grams a day. 
Holy shit. <laughs> and that and that's not even that's a tripa, that's freaking huge. And that's not to get high, just so only they don't get sick. You know, oh, that's shit. that's three hundred dollars street value. Yeah, I I've seen I've seen last year right now you're saying that. I've seen people be alcoholics and the day they stop drinking because they drink every single day, they're fucking shaking. They're they're oh, yeah. they're they just like they they look like they're gonna die. Like I've seen it, you know, and they start going through oh, no. withdrawals. Yeah, I call yeah. with actually out the alcohol addiction is the only thing. If you go on with that, can kill you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. heroin addiction. You can. I mean, you're gonna suffer if you go dry. You're gonna suffer a, a martyr. That's why they're so scared to go to jail because they don't want to get sick. It's so horrible that, but you'll survive it. You're gonna. It's gonna suck horribly. You, For me, you, yeah. Do you need some? Yeah, uh, my, my, is my nose running or something? Yeah, a, a little bit. Oh, so okay, okay. I, that, I thought you were. That, that's natural. Some too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but alcohol will kill you. Mm. I actually had to die. A, a good dude. I mean, uh, a dude died in my arms in Santa Fe. His last breath Overdose. was no alcohol. Oh, he killed himself with alcohol. And I knew the guy from Shit. the streets. He was native dude. You know, made really nice jewelry. Big dude, always nice. You know, always helpful. And he was. Dead, he, last breath he took was spitting, puking alcohol in my face. You know, that was it. Jeez. Yeah, Earl Calabasa, God bless him. You know, Man. he's a cool guy. So, I'm, so, so stories like that, Lassie, uh, some that you can remember that you can share with us. You know, for for me personally, you know, law enforcement is something that I've always like. Fuck, that'd be badass. But then again, like fucking 2019, uh-huh. like I'm like fuck whoever's in law enforcement. I feel bad for them. Oh, yeah. You know, that shit, the, the, just the riots and all that shit mm-hmm. is insane. I'll tell you one one thing, and this is not for me because the place Correct. I work with is awesome. I, I, I love the chief. He's awesome. He was in the receiving end of shit when he was an officer. Damn. So he knows how it is to be treated badly and, you know, uh, within the part the department. But most police department and, and uh, most the biggest danger is within the walls of that department. Really? Yeah. As soon as you get out, it's really black and white. You know, if you're respectful with people, respectful. not all the time. Yeah, you no, know, I mean, but most of the time, people are somewhat reasonable. Yeah. You, uh, you know, your traffic stop, you end up by by running into half people or, or decent people, and just and then the other half are nuts. You know, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. most of the time, you it's it's pretty black and white. You know, but within the walls of a department, right, you can get in trouble without knowing why you know certain Shit. times so do they put the blame on you for like just random things if or so, certain department if something goes airwire uh they'll it'll go shit rolls downhill and you'll end up by, by getting written up for something that i have a friend of mine who's uh his gun locked in work or something no he actually his gun lock worked somebody stole his rifle uh, out of his police car and the the, the car was locked and everything it's here goes a, a freaking AR in the in the streets, so they had to put the blame on somebody, and they they uh, blame him for failure to maintain a firearm. Oh, that was his write up, you know, because they couldn't blame him for anything else. So now, when the city or you know somebody shoots somebody else, they want to sue the city or something. No, no, that's his fault. Look, he signed his write up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, geez. that's that's not our fault. We so never, it's all, you it's know, all about liability. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's, it's sad, <laughs> sad, 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 and the, the fear of a, of a complaint. You know, um, I mean, really sad stuff. I'm, 
Yeah. I could tell you a story with a, a sweat hit that we had. A, we had a sweat hit where we ended up by killing a dude. Uh, he was um, he was mentally ill, but he never said it. Where he, they came with a social worker at his door with two police officers because he was he was he had issues. The guy opens the door, stabs the social worker in the gut with a butcher <laughs> knife, closes the door, barricaded himself. Right? Wow. Uh, five foot, 95 pounds, 23-year-old dude, like a shrimp of a human being, right? Well, he didn't say a word. He started he, he start throwing um, gas, you know, like um, gas tanks, gas, the gas, propane yeah. tanks yeah. with oh, yeah, yeah. fireworks around it, but not lit, you know, at the window, and then some chemicals at the window, and uh, they breached the window. He, he rushed them with a knife or something. They ended up by, by shooting him. Damn. That was it. We had a... Um, we had four guys, four or six guys from state police that did an investigation, you know, down clear, right? Now, another time, we had a little, uh, maybe a few months later, I don't, I'm really bad with time, I don't want to say yeah, a yeah. year later or a few months later, um, we had a guy that kidnapped his girlfriend, a big guy, kidnapped his girlfriend, choked her, um, got in, he was, he was, Live streaming, he had a, a Glock 19. He was, he was going to kill everybody, start shooting and wow. everybody. But because his mom worked for the city, nothing that we should have done was done. So we ended up by sitting on this house for I don't know how long. I was on a roof. And um, he came out, you know, shooting at the, uh, um, at the, the, the guys, the officers, and ended up by getting shot with a beanbag. You know, oh, and the legs <laughs> and stuff like that. And and the fear was, oh, his mom is coming and she's going to file a complaint. For what? Oh, no, but no. So a good friend of mine, one wow. my, my best friend of the PDE, quit the SWAT team that day. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Hey. Because it's just, that's a, that, are you kidding me? Now You're we're putting yourself in danger. Not only that, but the, how about the neighbors? There are adobe houses. You were shooting through the walls and there were people in the houses. Our oh, responsibility man. for the, the first, the, the, you know, the citizens then us, then the bad guy, you know? Not the bad guy only. Right, caring right. that, you know. Anyways. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that, that's, crazy. A, that's a crazy one that really people raise eyebrows on that. But Did you ever run in, into any, I know you told me some stories over at the at the show. Uh, I mean, like some close calls because sometimes things just go bad, uh, you know, yeah. and then they try to reach for your gun. We talked about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that happened. Uh, some dude, the first time ever, and that's why I designed the felony stop because I wanted something opposite of my gun. Yeah, the, if can. I couldn't get if I couldn't get this guy off my gun, he was too strong. I would pull the felony stop and start stabbing him on the side. Um, but the very first time, I remember getting a call. It was Daytona Beach. I got a call on Beachside. There was a dude. It was during uh, spring break, and those kids. I rented the entire school. I rented an entire hotel. Well, there was this guy uh, that just got out of you know prison, eight years, and he was. Basically, he was drunk and basically, hey, give me your beer. No, bam. You know, give me your cigarettes. Bam, grabbing girls and everything. So they call us. And as soon as I pull over, I, he sees me and he starts taking off. So I go after him. And I remember there was a, a, a piece of chain link fence with you could go around and you climbed it, you know? <laughs> so I just walked around. I waited for him. I, I put him on the ground. We start fighting on the ground. And I remember, it's weird. I'm punching this guy. And it's weird he's not hitting me back much, you know? Well, 
my friend I came after, this big guy named John Kanakaris, he was awesome. <laughs> he went, he ended up by uh, going special forces, something like that. But oh, he, uh, he was big Thai boxer. And I hear him go, oh my God. And he kicked the dude right in the ribs so hard that he knocked the breath out of me, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and uh, turns out the guy had done my three snaps on my holster and he was rocking the gun out of the holster. If John has not shown up when he, uh, he did, I would be dead. He would have finally got it out and boom. And you didn't oh. realize that he I was... I had no clue. I had no clue he was doing this. Shit. You Rookie. just thought he wasn't hitting you back. Exactly. He was drunk, I figured. I don't know, you know. No, he was trying to kill me. You know, oh, grab my gun. Within a second, I'd been dead. Wow. If John hadn't show up, you know. Damn. Oh, yeah. That's crazy how, like, so, just one call out of nowhere can lead, like, potentially... One, one simple mistake, one little detail that you missed. No, no, it's, it's just... Uh, you never know. You, and the funny thing is the job, which is awesome, I think, is that yeah. you can make all kinds of plans. Well, today I'm going to do this, 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 and I promise you, you will never do that. You'll do the opposite, you know. <laughs> I'm going to get yeah. to the gym. This Nope. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I, and see, and I have, I have family in law enforcement back, in, back at home in Idaho Falls, and you think of Idaho Falls, mellow, quiet town. You know, you hear things here and there, us. But when I talk to, to my nephew... Oh, yeah. And he's like, you fucking don't even know what yeah. happens in this town. So his thought, you know, his thought was to, uh, he was working with us at Tops and going to, to, to law enforcement and stuff like that. And his thought was, I want some action. Yeah. As soon as I'm done, I'm going back to Phoenix and, you know, being in law enforcement in Phoenix. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> yeah. he wanted action. You know, he wanted, yeah. he's still there. Yeah. He's been there for. No, it's 10, everywhere. 15, probably over 10 years, probably. Yeah. And he's like, "Fuck this! Like, this this town is crazy at night." Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. everywhere like that. You wouldn't think because you don't don't realize you don't hear a radio. Yeah, exactly. you know, you're hooked, yeah. your ears not hooked. You know, hooked to a police radio all the time, no. so you don't know what's going on. Yeah, we hit ten o'clock at night and we're in bed. You know, yeah. we don't know what's happening out there. So that's crazy. Where, where would you think? Because uh, you said you were uh, a police officer in uh, Miami. No, no, Miami, uh, Daytona. 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 Mm -hmm. So Florida yeah. and uh, New Mexico, which one would you say is worse? There, I, I, different type of crime. It's 180. It's so much different. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the, the crime in, in, in Florida was totally different. The drugs were different. Uh, the the, uh, um, the attitude towards law were enforcement. Good drugs? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> According to my test kits, they were really good. <laughs> Some of them were really good. Um, oh, actually, I had a dude. Um, we, you know, whenever you get a, a, a crack pipe, yeah, you um, you always swab the inside because if it could be a glass tube and that's it, right? Well, people were because they didn't have test kit. Know, some people in Daytona would write, oh, I tested the thing, you know, and I, when I, I a question, I was with my FTO. I said, well, are we testing it? And this one dude goes, hey, is he on board? You know, is he on board? You know, we don't have test kits. For, you know it's crack. I know it's crack. We don't spend test kits on that. We save it for the bigger stuff. I'm thinking, hold on. I'm not 22 at the time. Like, I could be influenced. I was 34, I think. So if, I'm not writing anything that didn't happen on that piece of paper. So I buy my own shit my own test kits, you know, from Gauls. And um, turn out one day I get this guy, you were talking about good drugs, right? <laughs> I get this guy in the street and he's got a crack pipe. And he's got baggies of what it looked like cut grass, you know. 
like blades of grass cut in a little baggie. Right? So oh. I said, this, this guy is selling beet dope. You know, he's selling beet weed and so, and he's got a crack pipe. So I test the crack pipe, nothing. There's no nothing in it. It's just tobacco or something like that. And I said, ah, I'm going to test the grass. So there's a marijuana test kit. When you put a little bit of marijuana in there, you, there's an acid that breaks it down and you react in your reagent, you know what I mean? So it gives you a, a color. Usually, uh, when you have marijuana, it's a clear red. This thing turned deep purple instantly <laughs> when I turn a book. Oof. You know, where did you get this? Oh, this white guy in, in New Smyrna, he's growing it in the water or something like that. It was like some super powerful hydroponic shit he was selling, you know? Holy fuck. And, yeah, it was a Jesus Christ, man. I'm sorry. I got to take this from you. <laughs> like, God damn it. Was it. Probably, it's probably really expensive, but, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. But uh, I felt bad. I felt bad. I did. I, I was a poor guy. He was he was a nice guy, too, you know? A poor dude. I, oh, shit. Yeah. God, I almost if, felt like giving one, but, you know, God, I would be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, the reason I asked that question is because, uh, I mean, you hear all these weird things from Florida. Like, it's, yeah. it's just weird things that people eating people. Oh, yeah, that's in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> that's in Miami, yeah. Can you imagine that poor cop that saw this? Oh, man. What is it? What? <laughs> you know? And oh, by shooting fuck. the dude, yeah. You know? And oh, he that, said, that's on, uh, there was a some the kind bath of drug, salts, right? yeah. It was no, the the, bath salts, they yeah. said it was bath salts, bath salts, but they all you had in the system was marijuana. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, I don't shit. know exactly if they don't test for bath salts or I don't know if what happened, but all they found in the system was marijuana. Did he have bath salts on him? Or I have no idea. Oh, okay. I, I okay. Because I it was a craze at the time. Yeah. People yeah. were smoking that shit, and, and so they, they were climbed just, the trees naked. And it was easy yeah. to just blame it on that. I guess so. I mean, the media said, "Oh, it's probably bath salts." You know, they go crazy. They eat people's faces. I don't know, man. I think he was just crazy. You know, and that that homeless dude looks so yummy. You know, at this time, you know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, so you mentioned you mentioned that you would you would buy your own test kits. Yeah. How common is it for law enforcement to have to buy their this own. tool or that thing yeah, a, to a be lot. able to do their job? We, I mean, if you, you know, most of the time, because if you rely on 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 the the PD to supply stuff, you, you're going to run into, uh, you know, a shortage of one thing or the other. You know, the the PD we have is great because we're 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 supplied with everything, and they give us a clothing allowance, which you can buy. Okay. All kinds of shit with so oh, nice. uh, clothes, flashlights, whatever. I was, the last one I bought a felony stop <laughs> on <laughs> right Amazon. On. You know, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I need a spare. You never know. You know, I just have one. But you know, yeah, you can call up. us and we'll send you. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know. I rather give you I know the business. That would, uh, that would probably help you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would rather give you the business. You know what I mean? Uh, so. yeah, that's, but that's but um, yeah, so they're really good with this. So there's not really much excuse that you can you know have to. Um, you need yeah. to be prepared. I mean, for that kind of stuff, you really that's the. So they, do they let you carry your your designs? And stuff? Oh yeah, uh, the, especially the, the deputy chief. He's all yeah, Zabo. We carry a fixed blade or folder. No, no fixed blade. Oh, good. You know, <laughs> <laughs> let me see. You know, so when, two years ago when he came, he said he wanted that night. He was gonna. He said he was gonna buy a bunch for the PD. And I just texted him the pictures. Oh, that's awesome. You know, that would be a great SWAT knife. Said, okay. Yeah. If you say so, <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. You've seen it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 He's a good, cool, cool guy. You know. Is there certain requirements or why didn't they pick him, pick him up? 
The what? The US, we just US. haven't had a chance to get it done yet. Yeah, oh, it's just okay. the, the, the yeah, express. The, yeah, the that's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the one that we currently do. Yeah. Is there sure. a name for it yet? Uh, we're working on it still. Okay. The one, the one that he wants to use is is in use. So we gotta, we gotta, we'll figure it out. Did you see the article, right, Janich? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So back yeah. then it was called the Zabo Express or something like that. The Express. Yeah. I we, named it that because it's super fast. You know. Um, we'll figure it out. We might be able to use it. Um, I mean, the, you don't have to. I mean, it's we did a we. The thing is, we did just a quick search before uh, the show, and and we because we were we were out of time. We're, we were engraving yeah, like, that when thing I said on, it was like, like last minute, that was definitely last minute. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I you. I didn't even see it until it was on the table. Oh, yeah? And usually and we... And it's his we, job to like, take pictures and stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was like super last minute. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I saw it on... I was like, which one is this? You know, and like... Uh, then they started telling me it was your your design too, so... Oh, yeah. Which looks badass. Looks, Thanks. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, no. Like I said, the response with the people, it's been... Well, well... Well received. Oh yeah, Absolutely. and I mean, as as long as people know, it's not a freaking pry tool. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's, yeah. It's five, what is it? Five thirty seconds. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's it a a nice and sharp and thin. The way it's supposed to be light. Yeah, it, it's it really is, a self defense knife. So. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, if Benny if Benny he treats it right, it'll still be strong. It'll it'll still handle <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> he heard me he's coming back down the hallway <laughs> what'd you say about my heat treating <laughs> yeah no that it's it's gonna be very popular people uh, cool so, I'm well, stoked all, all the when people come and do interviews at our booth you know the whether they have a YouTube channel or they work for a magazine whatever it is um, they're always like what do you guys want to talk about and I just say well definitely the new stuff they're like okay which ones and I'm like which ones do you like and so I rarely am the one saying, let's do this and this and this. I let them pick it, and almost everybody's put that one on the table to talk about. So it's, yep. it's, it's always a good sign, yeah. and, uh, and I, I think it's going to do really well. Good. Thank, yeah. thank you. I, yeah. I, th I honestly think it's a good or cool knife. No, it, it, yeah. it definitely is. Yeah. yeah, Leo immediately was like, we're going to do this one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, it, it's, it, that, it doesn't always go that way, so uh, <laughs> that's that's another good sign uh, because Leo's got a good eye for being able to say that this is going to work or this is not going to work. So yeah, uh, you pretty you pretty much nailed it. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So, so you said you 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 do the night shift, or is it the night shift right now that mm -hmm. you're doing? Is Tomorrow. that? Is that worth? I mean, uh, that's crazy that he's gonna fly back and go back to work right away. <laughs> he flies back <laughs> tomorrow and go to work. <laughs> of course. Uh, is it? Does it get worse at night than during the, the day? The, well, the crimes are different. Most most of the crimes at night they're felonies. Almost, oh, you know. It's just <laughs> you know. But the the daytime recently has been hammered. The last time I was there, I came in at six. We you know start six to six. And uh, they looked like they went through the Tet Offensive. You know, they were drenched. You know, nine nine arrests and one shift. And I mean, it was just they got their ass handed to them. You know, that day. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we get stuff. It depends. It really depends on night. I remember one night it was back, back to back to back to back. And sometimes we get a break around one o'clock in the morning. That's mm -hmm. when we hit the gym. You know what I mean? And then be by the radio, and then a few more calls. And sometimes, like uh, the other day. 5.30, hey, can you go check that car? It turned into a freaking dope case with 200, 250 uh, fentanyl pills and Jesus Christ, and all what? kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, so they're until 9 o'clock in the morning. And how, so, how close are you to the border? Well, I'm in northern New Mexico so far. Oh, you know, okay. 300 so, so you something. Don't, you don't, you're, you're uh, not dealing with... But, I mean, we have open... 
there are cartels running around in, yeah. in Espanol. Yeah. I mean, openly. You know, they don't even hide who they are. Oh, no. You know, in, but in the U.S. And that's, huh? In the U.S. Yeah. That's what That's what's so strange is, is people, they don't. Well, hold on. In Santa Fe, they have a store um, called Novelas or something. No, not Novelas. Uh, something. I don't remember what it was, uh, uh, the name of it. Uh, but they sell all kinds of. You know, cartel paraphernalia, you know, Malverde, Santa Muerte, shirts with this, hats with Santa Muerte and Malverde. So the regular Joe in the city's not going to buy that. You don't want to, yeah. you don't want to be just a simple guy and wearing, you know, cartel paraphernalia, you know what I mean? So there are people buying this stuff openly. So, mm-hmm. so they're there, they're here and, you know, heads in buckets and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you just I'm, don't really I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the name, but, you know. A drug pen, you know, that got busted here a couple of years ago. You know, they started a uh, fucking uh, clothes brand for them. Oh, yeah? You know. Um, it's so crazy. And, and, and shirts are going for like 90 to 100. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's totally a culture that's totally, it's its own culture. And it's and it's in the U.S. That's, oh, absolutely. That's the thing that, that I keep coming back to is people don't know that. Yeah. And But it's definitely But, but you know, I think what it is, too, it's a lot of uh, uh, this younger generation. To be cool, you know, I'll wear one of those shirts. 90 bucks. Mm. You know, I yeah. think a lot of it's like that, too. Mm. Um, yeah. Again, I, I'm not in that life, so I don't, I don't know, but. Um, You're not? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I actually. It's like I make knives. Like I told him earlier. Professional knife designer. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah where's uh, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to go next to the garbage can and I throw my bottle. Messed it by a mile. <laughs> and I'm like, I make knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely doesn't play basketball. Yeah, no, no basketball. Yeah. Is there a lot of cartel <laughs> stuff going on in New Mexico? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's not blatant. You know, they don't kill people in the streets like they do in in Mexico, but uh, they're there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's signs the cars are marked a certain way, you know, and then really? they have Sinaloa plates with the Apple symbol on that. That's a, you know, Sinaloa cartel. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. But the blink, the blinkers are perfect. The registration's perfect. You don't, you can't stop that car just for, just for having no a Sinaloa plate. You know, Sinaloa plate. Not, you know what I mean? It's not illegal to have a. No, I yeah. mean it's really. You, know, you follow them, follow them, see what they're gonna do. No, you know. So crazy. They're not stupid. No. 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 no, no. They're not stupid. Did you ever go through like, uh, like say you you got a call right and uh, everything just went bad and you thought, well, this is it. <laughs> No, I no. We had some scary calls, and that that ended up by not being bad. Mm. So when you're there, say, "Oh, this shit. This it. This is it. You know, this is it. We're gonna either smoke somebody, and or somebody's gonna, you know, there's gonna be a gunfight." But no, I never. I don't remember. So I had really, I had close calls. Mm-hmm. You know, so I in in, uh, in. I think I went to the hospital four times. Somebody tried to kill me, and I went to the hospital six <laughs> times so far. Six yeah. times. Yeah. So, but not from, from there, you know. So, it's retrospectively, uh, there was a chick that tried to crush me with her truck between uh, the, the building, a building in my car. I had to jump in my friend's lap, you know, in his car. She still hit me. And then she rammed in my, my car and everything. It was very close, very close call. And she got stuck. So, we arrested her. I was in Daytona. And so, at the, at the time, you know, total my car and everything. Over a piece of crack, and um, 
But at the time you don't, you don't, you know, you don't realize that when you go home alone, and you think, and you replay it in your head, like, yeah, it's holy like, oh, shit. shit, and that was close, you know, that could have went been, way different. Oh, that would be bad. It would be a bad death, being crushed like that. Oh no, oh, hell no, that would have been oh, horrible. Fuck. So, yeah, there was there was stuff like that. The guy tried to grab my gun, also. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a close call. Um, there, I had close. I had accidents, car accidents. They're miraculous. I, I, I walked out of. What would you uh, say is something that you like? For example, I told you about my buddy who who works down and he's a police officer. Yeah. Uh, and he says the worst thing that he walked into was a, it was a the a murder suicide case. It, this guy murdered his. I think it was like three kids. Oof. His uh, his his wife. And then they found him dead because he killed himself. And he said that just completely wrecked him for the, like the longest Sorry. time. Just seeing the, the kid dead, you know. Uh, have you ever seen no. anything like that? No, I've seen a lot of dead people, but nothing that gruesome. Does know? it ever mess you up seeing like dead people? I know it has like no. some people have some issues no. seeing dead people. No, no. The the first one that I was ever sent to, I was apprehensive because I say, oh my god, what is it? And I didn't want. And I think, I hope I'm not going to laugh. I'm not, I hope I'm not going to laugh. And I'm like <laughs> nervous, nervous, you know, because I want to be respectful and everything. And it was this woman on a bed. She had, she had died face down on the bed with one arm up and one arm down. So the, the blood had pulled on the, on the side of her face that was against the pillow and it was all black and stuff. And um, I remember you called a supervisor. Supervisor came in with Sergeant Severcool. And he carried his name absolutely to the t mm. he was sergeant saver cool he was on swat you know crew cut and everything impeccable always no emotion in florida you have to flip the body over to see if there's a stab wound you do you know not in new mexico the mi do that does that and i f- picked this woman up and i lift her up and she's like that and the whole face was black the lips were up and showing the teeth and I saw Saver Cole make that face like that <laughs> and I lost it. <laughs> and that was it. Don't laugh. I was, I, don't I, laugh. I, don't I, laugh. Oh my God. It was in tears. I tried to hold it. I was in tears. I had to hide my face. You know, one person just don't cry. It's okay. Don't cry. <laughs> and I am crying. All right. So, oh, so I calm, I calm down. They, they leave and every time I'm coming down and then the livery the, the, the kid that was supposed to bag the body, he was doing, that was a summer job for him. He shows up. Oh he didn't know there was cat food everywhere. He smells out. He goes, <laughs> he start gagging and I start laughing. <laughs> I said, dude, that's the cat food. <laughs> I, have, I have a hard time with this. He goes, I have a hard time with this every day. I have a hard time. So why do you do oh, this? Shit. It's my summer job. He says, it's my summer job. You know, oh, oh, man. Shit. Yeah, that, Sergeant, oh, super cool. God bless him. He was a cool guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's funny. That poor kid's summer job was <laughs> to fucking bag dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My summer job when I was that age was probably like moving pipe. Mine was, uh, did you say lane pipe or moving Moving pipe. pipe. Oh. Oh. <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving pipe. No, yeah. Like I would go work at like like wood and stuff like that. You know, like. Uh, I bet you did. You want to make jokes? Yeah. No one didn't land that well. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, no, and the stories I'm telling you, it's every cop in the nation experiences the same thing. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, different. You know, this is nothing. This is nothing out of the ordinary. What I've endured, so, you know. So, so right now that you're saying, you know, you had a close call. Again, you know, I know Craig told you we had some buddies that 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 was telling us some stories that that we had a we had a 
shut down that podcast. We can't yeah. do anything. But one, one that he told us, and again, I'm not saying names, but um, you know, they went, they did their thing, looking for somebody, and shit went well. I don't it, know. It was, it was. It was. It was. They were done. They were. They were. So they not went. They did the shit. Whatever. Yeah. They were They're just out. hanging out. They wanted. They they wanted just a break. So they go. They park in this in this lot. Take off all their gear. Throw it in the back. Sit in the front seat. And here comes six, seven, eight, ten trucks rolling up on them. Oh no. Yep. All they had was like a nine millimeter pistol. One nine millimeter pistol in the center console. And trucks rolling dudes up. rolling up in AKs like, like people in the loaded, back of the trucks loaded like, and they they looked at each other like I love you bro <laughs> and that was it like this yeah. is we're done and he's like all they did is drive around us and head back out. And who and were these guys? They were cart- cartel cartel guys. Yeah. Oh, they were definitely cartel. Where did you? Where, where I'm not gonna say. Yeah, we can't. Uh, say. Oh, you can't yeah, say we'll where tell, you worked. We'll which state? No, um, we'll, we'll tell you after. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. But well, that so, yeah, sucks. So, I'm, so yeah, and and they looked at each other, and and he's like, when they drove off, and we seen the last truck just disappear, he's like, I shit myself. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, right. I, I literally because you really me. thought he was gonna die. Yeah, they Absolutely. thought that was it. And and, and he's like, in this place where you would never think to see this, and you have people on the back of a fucking truck with AK forty sevens. He's like, we were dead. Yeah, he's like we. There was nothing else. They had just busted some people, and so they just drove off of the scene, just to relax, to to just to bring that's, it. Down. That's odd. Yeah, yeah. And so they threw all their gear off and threw it in the back, and huh. And then this this happens. They roll in it, and 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 he, they look at each other like, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot as many as Jesus I can with Christ, this pistol. That's, that's crazy. But we're, we're, we're no, we're I was, I'm out. lucky. I've never experienced something yeah. that crazy, that yeah. that traumatic. You like know? I said, and he was telling us some of these stories. And and dropping the names of places and and you know I'm looking at Craig you know, and then I told him I'm like uh, we're not going to be able to I'm do like, this. I mean, it's, it's yeah. not like are you. He's he saying was, names. He's yeah, saying. he was he was saying names. He was saying the cartels. You know, and I'm like fuck. So, okay, we get off. We do the podcast about almost two hour podcast. For us, it was fucking great. Uh-huh. It was and then almost three. He he yeah almost three. You're right. Yeah, it was almost three. And so we finished the podcast. You know. All right, we'll talk to you later. And then he sends us a he sends us a message like maybe an hour later, like fuck, like, we can't we, we can't take oh, this yeah. out. We gotta take this out. We gotta take this out. It was, yeah. Oh it, no, it was the next day. Yeah, it he was, sent us everything we had to take out, and then I'm like, no, we can't. Because yeah, it went from like a three hour podcast to like a thirty minute podcast, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was it was uh, and very, none of it made sense. Yeah, it wouldn't. Have, yeah, it would none not of it worked. made sense. Yeah, no, but yeah, yeah. And like and like you said, it didn't. It hasn't happened to you, but. It just depends where you're at, who, oh, like, yeah. your situation, what call, like, and then what people are, you know, what people are with you, you know, and you say you you work with a great uh, group of guys. Yeah, that's got to make a difference. Fuck, that makes yeah, a difference. people you trust, it's, it makes a huge difference. Even if they're new, if you trust them, it's it, it's a huge yeah. deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have friends of mine. Same, it could have been my call. It's always a yeah, a yeah. luck, you know, the call you go yeah, to, and absolutely. it's always, it's not something that you choose. Mm-hmm. That call, you don't choose that call. Yeah, this is going to happen. I'm going to go. You get sent, you know. Mm-hmm. Is, is that why, uh, like, a lot of police officers are almost always on edge? Like, because you never know what that call. It, it could be just, like, a traffic stop. But then, I mean, you've seen these videos that yeah. it, it went from a traffic stop and all of a sudden they get shot, you know. Yeah, traffic stop are pretty dangerous. Uh, traffic stops and um, domestic mm-hmm. shit because people... 
they're they're already pissed. Yeah, they're all well, I mean, they're they're back to, to a corner it. and well, yeah, the you know she's gonna leave me. I have nothing to live for. Boom, boom, you know, I mean, stuff like that. <laughs> or, you know, traffic stuff. You never know who you're gonna pull over. That's the one thing. Mm-hmm. Could be could be a murder suspect that doesn't want to get caught or anything. Guy with a warrant, you know. Yeah. But even like, uh, I'm sure there's been a lot, like a lot of. I mean, there's bad, but then there's like also the upside, like the victories. Like, what are what are some of the <clears throat> things that you've done? You're like, yeah. dang, I, I can't believe I did that. You know, like oh, um, well, there's for on SWAT, for instance, when when uh, a hit goes exactly as planned, which is really rare. You know, that's awesome. You know that we just did that. We did a, a double vehicle takedown one time, and everything was flawlessly. And that, I remember that's that's a good day, you know. That's you know nobody got hurt. No, and I had I just recently I got in a in a chase with a friend of mine, and and it was bad. It was against traffic. The dude was all over the place. I thought he was gonna hit somebody. I thought we were gonna hit somebody, and it went flawlessly to the point where I'm, I'm scared for the next one because I have a credit now, you know. Yeah. Um, it went flawlessly, and these things I can remember. That's damn. That was a good day. Mm-hmm. That's a good day. It went really nice. Nobody got hurt. We got the bad guy. I didn't hurt my car. You know, we we got him. And uh, he, I remember he took off running and he he, uh, he gave up. He, get, he got on his knees and put his hand in the back like that. We run behind him. I see him bracing himself, you know, because he's thinking we're going to bang. And I got I stopped and I grabbed his hand. Thank you, sir. Click. Click. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I bet you he, he was that so is, smooth. That is like, worse. What, what is, is going on? That's worse than getting your ass beat. Yeah, was like, Thank you, sir. That was very yeah, nice. It was, he was like, click. Do you need any water? Are you okay? <laughs> Are they too tight? Like, you want me to loosen them up for No, but that's, that's oh, the way yeah. it is now. Oh, yeah. when, I, when I was on SWAT in, in Daytona Beach in Florida, we broke every... We, there was no cameras. I brought one one day. I got my ass chewed. That can be used against... You know, that can be used in evidence. Are you out of your mind? You know, <laughs> you know we never wrote a report and we breached everything in the in the house boom everything was gone so we make sure that house couldn't be used for d- drug dealing again you know i mean we obliterate <laughs> that place you know mm. and that was just standard procedure back then there's no photos or anything but go back to your business i go to santa fe oh no you have to have your camera we don't break anything we're not to you take pictures after the whole house to make sure that, yeah, this is broken, this, that, and the other. Sir, do you need water? Do you need anything? Everything is like this. And, um, um, which is not bad. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's not, it's not bad. Just totally different approach. Then you have to write a report and download your camera and all this. And it's, oh my God, it's just, uh, it's crazy, it's crazy, crazy, crazy liability thing. So for every, every, you know, crazy thing like that, you know, where you go, you go into a, you got to go do something crazy yeah. and then you got to go download your shit, do your report. Does it take longer to do yeah. the clerical stuff of course. than the actual? The hit is, a, is at least a, a minute, maximum a minute, you know, once you get in and, <laughs> shit. you know, you get in, you know, this is done and then you, you sort out the people, but, um, you know, you, you, you start handing them over and then you, you clear the place for the detectives if it's a search warrant or something like that or. Or uh, a barricaded, you know what I mean? It's it's not, barricaded suspect can be long because you wait, wait, wait. But a hit, like a, a search warrant, a pre-planned search warrant is very fast. So and a couple, couple minutes and then several hours of, oh yeah. of reports. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have the briefing right before, so you show up really early, you have the briefing, and this is who that is, you take notes and gear up, go do the hit, then come back, get a debrief. 
So it's half a day for two minutes of fun. You know? Oh, man. Yeah. Two minutes of fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, you know, people think, oh, SWAT, this is the, oh, I'm going to get flack for saying that, but it really is a safe job. You know, SWAT, you know, a chick on patrol at night, that is the oh, deadliest yeah. job in, in, that you can find in police, uh, in police work. A woman at night on patrol. That's to me, that's more balls than, than, than anybody, any SWAT guy. SWAT guys, dude, they're all big guys who come really early. The crackheads are out, you know, usually they're sleeping and overwhelm the place with armor, big guns and flashbangs and everything. Surprise. There's, yeah, surprise. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the risk on our hand is a lot lower than, uh, you know, somebody on patrol, any, any guy on patrol by himself, day or night, you know. How, how, how often are you guys at SWAT training? Well, when we, okay, so it depends on the agency. Daytona, we had hits all the time, but we had like one or two training days a month. And uh, Santa Fe, we had one training day, 10-hour day every week, you know, in schools and ammo to shoot, you know, but less hits. You know, the train, you know, we trained really well. And the, the Santa Fe SWAT team had a really, both Daytona had a really good reputation, Santa Fe, SWAT team had excellent reputation for people being really good at, you know, really good shooters and everything. We had outside agencies coming for training from, and they said, yeah, we heard New Mexico, these guys can shoot. And sure enough, you know, I, I, you know, I, I didn't know, but they said, yeah, damn, you guys are the best shot we've ever seen on, on the SWAT team, you know? So we, because we had the money to train and stuff. When you're doing, you said you were a bodyguard or no, no, no uh, a, bouncer. a bouncer, bouncer, yeah. sorry. Uh, did you ever get into some fights? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, we did. But it was it was uh, it's not one on one. It was never one on one. We had to deal with one bad apple, you know. So we we never. It was not a sport, you mm -hmm. know. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's not. I'm challenging you in a fist fight, you know. No. Yeah, because uh, I remember back where we're at. There, there was like this little nightclub, and people would get in fights, and all of a sudden, like. Even the people, they would separate them, but then they would just turn around and start fighting the security guard. And you're like, well, who stops this? Because yeah, the security yeah, exactly. guard is losing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you, you know, it's never, all that stuff has got nothing to do. It's not a show of force or anything. It's not a sport. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You get the job done. And, you know. so, so what are the things, some of the things that keep you going, like doing the, the whole police officer thing? Because, uh, I mean, it's, it's a pretty dangerous job. Well, like I say, the, the, the risks are calculated. Mm. It's just, you know what you're going to, you know, always get ready for the worst, hope for the best. Mm. You know, if you, every time you pull a car, just wait, what are they going to do? Be ready for the guy to jump out. Mm. Let's put it this way. But that's an example. But uh, no, it's very, it's really, really rewarding job. I mean, you can really change somebody's life, literally. Or save one, you know. I mean, we, there's times where I, I came into ODs, people were dead, and we did chest compression. They came back to life, you know what I mean? So, or or change somebody's life, put them in a in a program to get better from the drugs, you know. So, and when they do get better, that's awesome. They call, yeah. hey, thank you. I'm back with my daughter. I have a job. This that. Mm -hmm. I'm you know holding strong. So that's good. That's a reward. You know, American people. Yeah. You know? You know, the, the days where it's said, well, nobody forced that needle in their arms to begin with, so they need, that's all too, it's too late for mm -hmm. this. We're past this. This is an epidemic. So you really have to fix it in a smart way, you know, start sending these people to, and I'm not liberal by any means. I'm just saying this, this stating a fact. It's just, you have to do it now. There's no other choice because if you keep sending them to jail, uh, they're going to come back and do, and, and do more drugs. 
drug addiction is 90% mental, mm-hmm. 10% yeah. physical. You know, after six weeks, you're, you're done, you know? 90% is, is mental. If you don't fix that mental thing, do you think, and it has to do with self-esteem too. Yeah, Edgar says that, like five and a half months, he'll get back on it. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> I'm like, what is he talking about? That's why he keeps asking you questions. He's trying to, he's, he's trying to get some help. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> like, I take one hit, and all of a sudden I'm going to No. no. But no, lastly, seriously, it, it was it was an honor having you on here. Well, thank you. you it was know, my it, honor. That was that was the honor. Was, I mean, really. Now, my, yeah, and hopefully know. we can have him on again because I'm sure we didn't even touch like no, a lot of a these lot of stories. You know what I mean? Like it's you know, too hard to cover. Everything. Yeah, we want to hear stories and stories, but but you know what I what, I what I appreciate is the your your approach to mm-hmm. what you're doing. Yeah. You know, like there's the there's of course there's bad cops out there, but most cops that I talk to, this is this is the approach. Like. My job is to help people. Yeah, no, it really is. You know, Nowadays, it, it's it, it is. You know, who has a military here? Uh, we, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan uh, did sixteen years. Yeah. In army. You never leave an American behind, right? Right. You know, so why would it be different in, in the street? You know, you have a dude that's strung out that really, you know, I need help. You know, what I mean, you're not going to leave this. Oh, you're a criminal. No, but it's yeah. it's past that. The, the guy's mm-hmm. sick. He really needs our help. He's an American citizen. Twenty first century. I would take pictures of Espanola. I showed to you some parts of Espanola. You would think it's Somalia. The, the, I mean, the conditions, some, some places are horrible. And these people live there. You know? They're American citizens and they live here, American people. Mm-hmm. That's unacceptable. How many times we, and every couple tell the same thing. How many times did you, we pay out of pocket? Why did you steal this shit? Socks and shit. Like, do have, I don't, look, I don't have socks. I've been three days with no socks, stole a pair of socks. You know, by buying it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trespassed from that place. Don't come back, but here, you know, I'm buying you those socks. Food, same thing. Food, you show up to a domestic, there's nothing in the fridge, three kids. What do you do? You can't just leave, you know? So every cup has done that, every cup. I bought food for these mm-hmm. people. I bought a, a motel room for a homeless, you know, chick and, you know, um, because there was absolutely nowhere to go. It was freezing to death. No, no shelter available. What do you do? You're the last one. With that person, oh, too luck, good, you know, too bad, good luck. Yeah, hopefully you don't freeze to death tonight. Exactly. No, yeah. you you can't. You know, that's you have to do this these things. You know, crazy. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, and, and I know there's a lot of, a lot of a lot of guys that do do what you do. They all do. We all yeah. do. All the if you're a cop, more you know, long enough, you, yeah. you you don't do that. My the stories I'm telling are not extraordinary at all. No. It happens to every every cop in the nation mm-hmm. you know, on a different. Maybe a different, little bit different version, but everybody experienced something like that. Yeah, and and and, and uh-huh. for me personally, that was like you know, thank you for your service. Oh no, my you pleasure know, for 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 military and, and law enforcement. Like I said, me personally, and and you know how long I've been with Mike. Oh yeah, uh, law enforcement, and military, they have a place in my heart that thank you. I'm always gonna you know well support. Well, it's let me, nobody's forcing us to do that. It's yeah. a fun job, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, and so me so, hearing these stories, I'm like, fuck yes, you know, that's badass. Yeah. In in, in the good ones and the bad ones. Yeah, yeah it makes you, you know, feel good like it that. Does, there, it does. Because like uh Craig was mentioning earlier, there is most cops are good. There's only just like a few bad apples and those few bad apples make And you know it could be a it could be a good cop all his life and he has this one bad day. One this bad day. one thing that happened yep, to true. him. It's you know? very true, and I've seen a lot of people, and and and, and, and now it's the fucking the, the the news and the media oh, yeah. that that yeah. make that person look fucking like a devil. 
And I tell you what, you could do all these things. I have all those commendations to help all these people. You screw up that one time, you're a devil. That's it. You're done. They don't even remember all those things. They turn their back on you and everything. I've never abandoned a fellow cop, even after that. If they were fired, I'm still in touch with them and all. Because they're not bad. It's one thing they screwed up. It's not, nobody's going to. So I'm going to become a cop to be an ass and torture people and steal from them and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I think I, I think a lot of them, too, are, are rookie mistakes. New cops that, that, that thought they were doing something right and, yeah, and it, fucked up. and You know, lose and, their temper. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then the news switches it on them. All cops are this, you yeah. know? And, yeah, it's always oh, well, <laughs> you guys did that. What, I was never there. Yeah, exactly. My favorite state. Never, never even been to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? But every time my life is when I knock, I'm by myself. I knock on the door and it's, hey, honey, the cops, plural, are here. The, the cops are here. What the? I'm by myself. You know? I don't know that. <laughs> the cops are here. What's that? As always, makes good. me laugh. Yeah. Yeah, well, again, badass. Yeah, thank you no, for being badass. On. Thank, thank you. you for being on, and, and hopefully, hopefully here in the future. And oh yeah, absolutely. Know, we'll, we'll absolutely. Be. If you have me again and again, you guys, absolutely. your family, and you really yeah, treating me you. awesome with thank everything. You. So look yes. out for his design coming soon. Yeah, look oh, out yeah. for the designs uh, definitely, and, and and you know we got more coming. I, I guarantee it. Yeah. All cool. Right. All, right, All right, we'll right. see you guys. Peace out, everybody. Thank you guys for listening to this. <laughs>